What's up, football fans? I'm your host, Ethan Davis, and this is the Ball Hogs Podcast, your gateway to everything NFL. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Ball Hogs Podcast. This is episode two. I hope you're all enjoying your week. Uh, this is super fun. Love doing this. Love love all the support I got from all y'all. Um, but uh, let's just get right into it. This week we're going to be talking about everyone's two favorite rides in the NFL, the coaching carousel and the QB carousel. So let's start off with the coaching carousel. So... First, the first team that we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the Panthers. In the middle of the season, they decided to fire head coach Matt Rule, and they have hired coach, former Colts coach Frank Reich. I like this hire. Uh, also, this is this is a great hire. I just want to tell you guys real quick, uh, coaching is not my thing, so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it, but I wanted to mention all of these hires now that most of the hiring period is over. <clears throat> but yes, first, the Panthers have hired Frank Reich to be their coach. Uh, I like the hire. He had he was the first quarterback to throw a touchdown for the Panthers. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but he has hometown ties. This this team he played for, so I like the hire. Uh, now let's get into Colts, who fired Frank Reich. Uh, I, he didn't get a real good. A good chance there. He didn't get a good chance. But um, they fired him, and they have hired Shane Steichen, who was the Eagles' offensive coordinator. Uh, he did a great job this year. Uh, I like the hire. Um, yeah, I don't know a lot about him, like I do some of these other coaches, but I like the hire. Next, let's, go, let's get into the Denver Broncos, who fired... Nathaniel Hackett and have now hired Sean Payton. Oh dang, this is just a terrible hire. They just did a terrible job. He's a terrible coach. I'm I'm kidding. Uh, Yeah, he's a great coach. Uh, I want to see what he does with um, Russell Wilson. If he can if he if he can get this offense to be a top offense then I actually believe he's the best coach in the NFL. But, um, yeah. Okay, next we are gonna look at the Houston Texans who hired coach Lovey Smith after just one season as their head coach and have now hired San Francisco 49ers defensive coordinator, okay, defensive coordinator, my bad, Demeco Ryans. Uh, this guy is he did a great job in San Francisco with that defense. That was one of the, I think it was the best defense in the NFL. And he has, once again, hometown ties. This is the team he played for when he was in the NFL. And I think, and I feel like the Texans have a lot of potential on defense. Um, they just they just needed a defensive-minded head coach. Not that Lovey Smith wasn't defensive mind he was also a defensive coordinator but I don't know Demeco Ryans I feel like will bring a lot of uh, good like 
community. You know, for the Texans fans. But next we're going to talk about the final head coach hire. The Cardinals hired Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon. And I, I like this hire. Uh, I, once again, I don't know a ton about him. Um, but he did good with the defense, the Eagles defense. And uh, I feel like he'll do a, a pretty good job there. Uh, next, uh, we're just real quick, we're going to talk about the commanders hiring Eric Bieniemy as their offensive coordinator. I'm not going to talk about any other OC or DC hires, but I wanted to talk about this one because it is a recent one and it's interesting. So the the commanders have hired Eric Bieniemy, who decided that he wanted to leave the Super Bowl champion Chiefs. And you know what? I actually like that decision by Eric Bieniemy. Um, nothing against the Chiefs, but Eric Bieniemy really didn't have a chance to to prove himself with the Chiefs because he wasn't calling the plays and people didn't know if it was really him that was doing all the good with that offense or if it was Andy Reid so teams weren't really like they weren't going in to hire him so therefore he wasn't really getting any head coaching jobs but uh, he, I think he wanted a job with more control which he will get in Washington so I like this move I feel this kind of reminds me, not a lot, but kind of, of when Tom Brady decided to leave the Patriots. And some, for me, I wasn't sure. It was, for me, it was kind of proving if it was him or if it was Bill Belichick that was making the Patriots so great for all those years. I think this is this. And then he went and won a Super Bowl with the Buccaneers. I think this would be similar. Uh, air. Eric Bieniemy breaking off from the from Andy Reid and trying to go improve himself. So I like to move. Okay, that is it for the coaching carousel. Now let's get into my personal favorite ride, the quarterback carousel. We don't have a. I only have five names I'm going to talk about this week. Um. Because, yeah, there's just really five guys that I could really think of that could potentially be moving. And I, all four of the five guys I have moving and one I have staying. You'll see that as we go. First, we're going to be talking about someone that I know is definitely moving. And that is Derek Carr. Um, I have Derek Carr going to the Jets. And... I don't know. I just think this it's a pretty good it would be a pretty good situation for Derek Carr. Uh, they have a pretty good receiving core, a great defense, and I don't think they need a top-tier quarterback. I think they need a quarterback that can really lead that could lead them to a playoff run, maybe even a Super Bowl. But that he doesn't need to be like the best in the NFL because of the defense they have that could carry them. They just need a really a field general quarterback that can control help control the game. Uh, next, we're going to talk about the other guy that is definitely moving this this year, and that is Jimmy Garoppolo. I actually have Jimmy Garoppolo heading to Tampa Bay, which I have I haven't seen a lot, but I think that is where he's going to end up signing. I think it's a pretty good situation 
for a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo, where you can just pass the ball to uh, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. And then you have a pretty good defense that could be better, but an O-line that'll be better this year. Last year it was riddled with injuries, and it was just a bad situation for Tom Brady. But I like Jimmy Garoppolo in Tampa Bay. Next we're going to be talking about someone I'm pretty sure is moving. Not 100%, but like 95%, which is Aaron Rodgers. I have Aaron Rodgers going to the Raiders and reuniting with Devontae Adams. Uh, I... I don't know why I like it so much, but I just really do. I love it. Um, I don't like Aaron Rodgers a lot as a person, but um, he's a great quarterback, and I want to see him reunite with Mr. Uh, Devontae Adams. Okay, now let's talk about quarterback Lamar Jackson, who I think will end up being franchise tagged by the Ravens, and I think he'll actually play under the franchise tag. I didn't realize I didn't think he would I before, but I realized today that if he was signed to a an exclusive franchise tag, he would be getting forty two million dollars this year. And that's a lot of money. Um <laughs> It's just not a long-term deal, but I mean, if I were him, I'd take the money this year and then try to get the long-term deal next year. Uh, I don't think he'll be with the Ravens after 2023, but I think he will stay for this season. And our last quarterback we're going to talk about is uh, Baker Mayfield, which a lot of people aren't really talking about, but I think Baker Mayfield is going to sign with the Washington Commanders. Um... I saw this somewhere that, and I, I thought it was actually a pretty good idea. Uh, the Washington Commanders have had a bit of their own quarterback carousel, um, but I think they will move on from Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke, and they will uh, sign Baker Mayfield to make, I think, just like a one year prove it deal. Or maybe they may sign him to a long term deal, but I don't expect that to happen. Okay, that is it for the quarterback carousel. Now let's go. We're going to move on to our season report cards part two. We're going to start off this week with the AFC North. So first of all, we have the Cincinnati Bengals, who I gave an overall grade of an A-. minus. Okay, actually, I gave them a A minuses across the board. A minus overall offense and defense. They they were really good this year, especially down the stretch. But um, it wasn't enough in the end to make it to the Super Bowl. But they they had a good season. Now let's go to the Baltimore Ravens. Who I give an overall grade of a B. Um, they had a they had a pretty good year. They struggled on offense. I gave them a C on offense. Um, they just kind of struggled, you know. Obviously, they were without Lamar Jackson for a large part of the year, but they struggled without him. And they 
Uh, they do not have the best receiving core. I've heard it described as an XFL receiving core, a USFL receiving core, but uh, it just wasn't great. Uh, I gave them a defensive grade of an A-. minus. I didn't realize how good their defense was until I looked at some stats, but it was really good. Um, I, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know a lot of – I couldn't probably name a player on the Baltimore Ravens defense, but they, they were good this year. Now we're going to move on to the Cleveland Browns, who I gave B-minuses across the board. Uh, compared to the Bengals, A minus is across the board. Um, the, the Browns, I actually look. They were ranked 14 in both offensive and defensive rankings, so they were literally the 14th best team in the NFL this year. Somehow, even though I don't know, I don't know how they were the 14th best. Uh, let's see if well, next year we'll see if uh, Deshaun Watson can come back to the what he was. I'm not fully confident in him, but uh, I'm not. I don't know. We'll see what happens there. Next, we will look at the Pittsburgh Steelers. I give them an overall grade of a C. Um, they were just mid. <laughs> Mid this year, they were average. Not the best, not the worst, but just not the best year. I gave them their offense a D plus. Their offense was pretty bad this year, but there's still hope. George Pickens looked good. Um, Kenny Pickett looked really good. Well, not not what that is not what I meant. Kenny Pickett did not look really good. He looked okay, but not the best. Uh, I don't know. And I gave their defense a B minus because their defense did pretty good. But like, especially with not having TJ Watt for the beginning of the season. But uh, it's not the best year for them. That's it for me. Love y'all. God bless. Remember, keep them first. I'm out.